Welcome to the Edge of the Sticker podcast with Brad and Bobby Frank. Hey, Brad. Hey, Bobby. <laughs> we got that just on time, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll we'll leave that one in. That was a masterful introduction. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were right on cue. Uh, we have to get our, our stage directors a little bit more in sync than they were just now. That would be great on video. Yeah, I think you're right. Yep, we'll be on right after Rachel Maddow, Monday nights, <laughs> MSNBC. <laughs> Man, is Lawrence yeah. O'Donnell pissed too? Yeah. <laughs> he's he's feeling threatened at this point. <laughs> you know, he's like seventy <laughs> something years old. I know. I saw that. I was shocked. Yeah, it's amazing. We we Googled up uh, the ages of all of those MSNBC hosts, just kind of wondering, and uh, I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. I don't know what I was thinking, but I was thinking 50s, probably, for him. Yeah, early 60s, maybe. Although I knew yeah. you know, that he'd been involved with stuff that was long enough ago that he probably wasn't writing when he was 18. But still, yeah. he presents in that way. Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. he's probably grateful for his youthful appearance. <laughs> I would imagine so. <laughs> the magic of makeup and soft focus. Uh, so how was Thanksgiving? We had a really nice Thanksgiving. Everybody came home. It was very chill, just very easy. Um, no drama. It was a, um, it was very pleasant. So yeah, it didn't, didn't fit the, um, kind of movie, crazy, conflicted, do we really have to be here theme? I think everybody yeah. actually enjoyed being home. So that was nice. How about That's yours? Good. It was good. Low key. Yeah. We went over to some friend's house and had a nice dinner there. We had gone the week before out to visit uh, the twins in Denver. So we had an early Thanksgiving out there, which was really nice. And it was kind of the same thing when we were out there. It was, uh, you know, it was just relaxed and easy and, and no, uh, no drama whatsoever, which was good. It's adult children uh, are are. It's fun. This is a. It's a good time. A good age to actually yeah. have meaningful connections and conversations with uh, with our kids. So I think you're probably feeling that too. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's nice that they can sort of engage and not want to be running out of the house to be with friends and, you know, kind of yeah. feel the, the specialness of the opportunity to be with family because, you yeah. know, everyone's spread out. No one, no one lives here. And it's, um, it's not often that we can all be together. So, so that's nice. And plus Laura's parents were there. So that was good. And they of course love seeing everybody. And Sam brought his girlfriend home, which was great. Kayleen yeah. it was wonderful to have her there. And, um, right. Yeah, so it was it was good. Yeah. One of the things that that we do is we go around the table over the while we're sitting down, we're, what are we grateful for? 
And of course, I always go last. And Sarah's comment was, this is going to be long, isn't it? <laughs> I said, well, just settle in because I'm going to go for it. But I didn't, I didn't go on for that long. But uh, there's a lot to be grateful for. <laughs> there is a lot to be grateful for. Yeah. So what were the highlights? Uh, well, obviously, it was all being together. Um, another thing that that I talked about was just sort of to be able to watch how they had grown up and the fact that they're all doing their own thing and all and doing it well. Um, part of the the gratefulness was there isn't like an outlier. There's not like a sore thumb that we're having to deal with right now. Everyone's just pretty stable, pretty good. And as a result of that, um, you know, you've probably heard the saying that you're only as happy as your saddest kid, uh, that as parents, we're given a reprieve from having to be worried. And, you know, that may not be forever, but for right now, that's, uh, that's something to be grateful for. So I thought that, that more than anything kind of encapsulated it. And every, every person who, who spoke mentioned just kind of being together. So that was the, that was the big theme. Yeah. Nice. I like that. You're only as, you're only as happy as your saddest kid. Is that what you said? Right. Right. Nice. Yeah. Cause if yeah. you're, you know, if you're having to, to help people who are close to you, who are struggling, you know, you tend to, you tend to take on that burden. How about you? So our Thanksgiving was uh, with some good friends. One of the the bass player that I do a lot of work with, um, and his wife, who I also uh, play a lot of music with too, and some other friends were there. Um, you know, a total of maybe eight people, eight or nine people, mm-hmm. um, and it was nice to. You know, it was nice to have Thanksgiving with with new friends um, as well that have, have been so important for the last few years in our lives. So I guess I am I'm grateful for the way that uh, life has developed and new people that uh, that we've met and that have had a really significant impact on the direction of our lives and, and especially on the creative and the music side to be able to, you know, find like-minded people and spend time with them and be able to grow together. That's a real, that's a real gift. So I felt that and we felt it again on Saturday. We had a little holiday get together at our cabin in the woods and um, a bunch of musician friends came out and we, played music in the woods and we uh, just hiked around and enjoyed a really beautiful day in nature. So clearly I'm grateful for the cabin and grateful for everything that, uh, that that place represents, but then to bring the people that are really special and uh, important into that and have them be able to enjoy it and sort of, connect with it for a casual long afternoon um, and to sort of, you know, season it with some music uh, mm-hmm. out there on the bluff was, that was a really special time. It's, and to be able to do that 
is it's I feel very lucky, very fortunate to have access to that place, but those people especially made it really great. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, both of us are at the theme of, of the people is what makes, that's what makes these kinds of events or holidays really noteworthy and, and important. And, you know, we are fortunate that, that we were able to do that this year. Of course, not everybody has that, um, that view of things. I was talking to somebody yesterday who had, really set a goal for himself of creating a space for his family to gather for Thanksgiving. And he made it happen. And that was not an easy thing because he had to arrange, you know, child, different kind of custody arrangements and things like that, you know, whose holiday it was, but he made it happen. And initially he was really disappointed with the way that it ended up because there was, you know, family conflicts and things that are, are longstanding and made him feel like the whole thing was a failure because it wasn't a, you know, a, a TV Hallmark movie Thanksgiving. And one of the things that we talked about was, you know, you can't, he couldn't control what these, his family members were, were going to do. He couldn't, you know, whether or not they were going to be engaged or whether they were going to be sober, whether they were going to be fighting. He couldn't do any of that. But what he could do is he could manage to bring everybody into the same space and to create memories. And part of that, those memories were negative, but the vast majority of them were more about being together. But his focus was on that part that was not good and feeling as if it were a failure because of that. And my suggestion was that let's look at what the goal was. The goal was let's create the possibility that everybody's going to be able to get together this year because there is, you know, no chance, no guarantee it's going to happen next year because of some health issues that are going on in that family. Hmm. And you did that, you know, he made that happen. And yeah, there was chaos and yeah, there was drama, but ultimately they were all there together. And that's a, that's a takeaway that over time is going to be not only more important, but more remembered than the individual moments of drama. And so I think all of us can learn from that. The perspective that we take is many ways our choice. In many ways is our choice. We can choose to look at that part, which is bad, negative, dramatic, uncomfortable, or we can choose to look at the part that is the opposite of that. And if that's what we choose, then it colors our experience. Um, and, and I, I think, you know, we talk about it in the, in the book, the difference between anxiety and excitement, how our bodies experience those in the same way. And really it's much more about how, what we assign to an experience and whether or not we view it with a thumbs up or a thumbs down. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, everybody has, everybody has that within their control and it's not, you can't control what happens, but you can control how you react to it. So I, I thought I think it's important as we talk about this and are kind of gushing about the the really positive things that happened for our Thanksgiving that we that we realize we were fortunate this year that that's how it happened, but also that you know it's up to us to to frame it how is best for us. Yeah. You know, I was also thinking about how the uh, the focus internally at least 
for me has really shifted from uh, stuff <laughs> being the <Yeah. laughs> the motivator and you know accumulating things and getting something new and to more about the connections and the experiences yeah. together. Um, and, uh, I don't know, that felt very present during Thanksgiving too. Cause I, I really did. I felt grateful for these people and for these experiences and, you know, for being where I was at that moment, um, without even thinking about black Friday <laughs> the next morning yeah. and, you know, yeah. any of that. And, it, and went through the weekend without even thinking about that. And, you know, instead of, instead of, you know, where are we going to go shopping or what are we going to do on Thursday when everything's closed? It was uh, it was not that at all. It, it didn't even enter my mind. This was maybe the first year where that's happened. So that, that was refreshing. <laughs> yeah, that, that is sort of a nice thing. You know, I, I think in, when, when I was younger and I, I don't know how much younger, maybe not that long ago, gratefulness was just sort of, sort, sort of something that you just kind of checked off the list. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. And, and you move on. Um, it, it wasn't a, wasn't a contemplative experience for me. It wasn't, it was more of a, um, of an obvious, uh, uh, say it differently. It was a way of, of acknowledging those things which clearly were positive in my life and which felt like, you know, I was fortunate to have, but it wasn't a, I didn't have it as an emotional deep connection as much as I do now. And maybe this all changed when, when I had kids. Um, but now there is that, you know, take your breath away. Wow. You know, look at how this is. And how did it get to be like this in a, in a positive way? Um, and that, that does go to the core. That is a that is a much deeper experience than it had been in the past, because when we were growing up and we'd have Thanksgiving, it, you know, we'd come home from school and it was more of, okay, well, you know, what time is dinner over? Because I, I got to leave. I'm glad we could all be together, but I got to see my friends. You know, there's, there's, and it and it wasn't about that. It wasn't about gratefulness. It was about checking a box. Um, yeah. But now it's it's just feels qualitatively different than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It's it's age and wisdom, maybe. Well, and also, you know, part of it, I think, is time horizon. You know, it's yeah. it's recognizing that, A, nothing's guaranteed, and that the, as we get older, you know, our, we can begin to count on fingers and toes, you know, the, the number of re repetitions that we're kind of likely to get. And you know, maybe it'll be a whole lot more than that, but it wouldn't be unreasonable to think that, that those are the, those are the numbers that we're talking about. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's, that's close. So being aware of it is, and not in a morbid way, but just in a, take it in. Because, yeah. I'm going to soak this up while I'm here Yeah, yeah and appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and we felt that a lot this year for sure. I mean, just in the last probably three weeks, month, maybe, um, you know, Teresa's had, you know, she's been feeling better, 
she's been feeling considerably better where it's where every day is not a struggle. So, yeah. you know, we feel like, you know, now we're finally getting back to being able to start living life again and start having experiences and plan for what's next instead of worrying yes. about whether it's going to happen. <laughs> and, yep. you know, every moment is not uh, on the edge of being a crisis or a trip to the emergency room or something right. you know, horrible. So, um, so, and we're trying to balance that with, you know, you can't revert to how you lived before, you know, if you pick up the same bad habits, you start doing the things again yeah. that, you know, led to heart attacks and, you know, bad health. And it's like trying to figure out that balance, but being very happy and very grateful that uh, there's even that opportunity. So it's, yeah, it's, I don't know, looking at it through a completely different lens, I think this year than ever before because yeah. of the really crazy 2023 that it has uh, has turned out to be it's a really important point that you make and it's and so happy you know that teresa is has bounced in a way that she can do more stuff and feels better i think like when you when you're depressed when you go through any number of different things there's the sense that this is a a long downward spiral with no end and that there this is how it will always be and how i feel about how it is is how i will always feel about how it is mm-hmm. and what what we find is actually for depression as an example it's cyclical it's not a spiral um the, there is a bounce it's hard to know when it's going to happen and when you're in the midst of it it feels like it's never going to and to hold on to the to the knowledge that it will get better um, is a really important coping mechanism so that you don't lose hope. And so we also acclimate to things so that even if functioning gets lower, you can find positives in whatever this new life looks like. And then when it, if it gets better, then obviously that the rising tide lifts all ships. They, you feel better about that. But that first the the introduction of the the trauma introduction of the chaos and of the there's a billboard out here that even when when times are unthinkable memorial herman when the unthinkable happens memorial herman hospital will be here for you so when the unthinkable happens you know there's that adaptation that what do we do it's the, it's the reactivity and then there's the settling in and then there's the this is horrible how will we ever survive it and then you find the flowers that kind of come up from the cracks in the sidewalk, that there are that there is something that you can be grateful for. You can find it if you're willing to look. And I know this is a hard time for a lot of people. This time of year is a hard time for a lot of people mm-hmm. for any number of reasons. And often because it has to do with loss or with um, who's not around the table or with the memories of the things that have happened in the past that are tied to this. My my point in even bringing it up is we don't want to invalidate those things. Of course, all of the those memories and the losses and whatnot, they, they 
flavor that stew. But they don't have to be the only flavor. And you can look around and you can find little bits of hope, little bits of positive, things that are worth smiling about or maybe even laughing. And it can change the whole tone of this time of year if you're willing to do it. But if you buy into the hallmark, how the world is supposed to look at this time of year, Mm -hmm. how people are supposed to interact, all the smiles, all the everything, you can find yourself completely overwhelmed and feeling outside of the, the whole culture that you're the only one who's, who's struggling, sad, angry, frustrated, um, anxious, but you also have the ability to try to find something that a new tradition, you know, a a new pie that you're going to have a new place that you're going to go, a new walk that you're going to take something where you feel like, no, this, this is something special for me too. So you don't have to be excluded if you're willing to put just a little bit of effort into trying to find a new and creative way of looking at things. It's easy to get down in that hole and think it's always going to be this way. I mean, we were there for a little while for sure, health-wise. And, uh, you know, it just takes a little bit. It's just, I mean, it's peeling the edge and getting started. And, you know, you get one little glimmer of hope and that starts snowballing. Um, and we saw, you know, since February, when all this stuff started happening in our world, um, you know, there were no glimmers of hope for a while. And then there was one really big cloud that, that blew through. Um, and then, you know, there was some recovery and some good stuff, but it always was capped off with, uh, with a reversion to, you know, bad stuff. So there Mm -hmm. was two steps, one step forward, two steps back for months and months and months. And that's exhausting. Um, And it, it manages to sort of squash the hope and to make you feel like, ah, this, this is the cycle now. (laughs) It's going to be, you know, really good for, some period of time and then really bad for a long period of time. And maybe we'll get another good (laughs) at some point, but Mm -hmm. then the good starts expanding and it starts becoming longer and longer. And those bad periods, uh, less frequent. And thankfully we're in the, the less frequent, uh, time right now. So I'm hoping that it will be a continued upswing with, no more of those dark moments. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, that's what it's been for the past couple, three weeks. So it's really encouraging. Hopefully that'll continue. One of the things that you guys did that I thought was great was, and you characterized it this way, that you stop, instead of not making plans because you thought it wasn't going to work out, you made plans to do things and had every intention of doing it. And if you needed to pull out at the end, you would, but you were making plans. You were, you were engaged again with looking toward the future, with in being plugged into life instead of a defensive kind of duck and cover. Yeah. There's no way we're going to be able to do this. So why set up an expectation? And I think that that, that attitude, it, and it's not, it's not easy to come to that. You know, you've got to, you have to really decide that 
you're willing to take those risks. But the alternative is to build a condo in that area of malaise and and sadness and feeling yuck. And nobody wants to live yeah. there. But unless you no. actively try to get out of it, you you're going to get stuck. So you found a, a yeah. real and and that was you know I think you operationalized it by making reservations you know to go to the wedding that we went to and deciding mm-hmm. well you know what we're we're going to plan on going um, yeah. instead of deciding eh, I don't know probably won't won't have the energy it's going to be too much you you took the other tack and and I think that's hugely important as a model. Um, for all of us that you just, you got to take that next, that first step. You got to peel the edge back. You just got to get that little grip. And if you do it, then you set yourself up for possibilities that are positive. But if you don't, then you cut yourself off from any chance of there being movement. Yeah. Well, it's the season to reflect back on things like that and uh, to sort of appreciate where you've been and what the future holds. So I think that our attitude now is that uh, we're getting back to living. We're making plans for the future and we're going to do the things that we want to do and appreciate it along the way. So, you know, Thanksgiving is not, uh, it shouldn't be one day or the, the feeling of gratefulness and of being thankful shouldn't last for the last Thursday of the month. Is that what Thanksgiving is? The last it, Thursday? It's the, four, the, it's the fourth Thursday. Fourth Thursday. The fourth the Thursday of the month. Uh, it should not be, it shouldn't be limited to that. So I think we're trying to bring that feeling into the everyday and live, uh, live that way. Makes a huge difference. It does. And when you can be grateful for little things, the day is much brighter. So I I am also grateful, I should say, you know, before we stop for the opportunity to continue to be able to do this with you. And even though we haven't um, been as consistent as we have previously been because of other commitments that each of us have, um, I'm, I'm hopeful that we that we continue it and that we uh, maybe even expand the reach a little bit and try to bring the the connection that you and I have out into the world and maybe as a model for other people as they're, as they're listening. So that's a good thing. Uh, me too. Feel the same way. So onward and upward. All right, then we can do that. We're, We'll have uh, at least a couple more before the end of the year, and then we can um, we can do a recap of some sort. Yeah. All right. Think back to what your word of the year was, because we're gonna we're gonna go back and see how that worked out. <laughs> Absolutely. I've got it written down. Yeah.